welcome to the Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Sensitive and Soulful Show. So happy you're here tuning in. I'm so grateful for every single one of you. And before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to share a couple of things. First off, If you are not yet subscribed to the podcast, be sure to do that if you are loving the episodes. That way you will be notified anytime there is a new episode up, which will always be every Tuesday, but that way you don't miss any. And the other note on that is if you are loving the show, I would really love if you left a review and a rating and shared it with a friend who you think could really benefit from this HSP message that I am sharing here. That's really how we spread the word about this podcast and reach more HSPs. So that would be amazing. And then the final thing I wanted to share before we dive in is the Highly Sensitive and Soulful membership is opening in about two weeks. So early April, the doors will be open. If you are not on the wait list yet, definitely hop on that. You will find that in the show notes of this episode. And you do not have to be on the wait list to join, but if you are on the wait list, you get the earliest access and you always get a special deal. So, I mean, it's kind of worth it. (laughs) So definitely hop on that. And like I said, early April, we are reopening and I only reopen the membership a few times a year. So it's a great opportunity to hop in if you've been waiting for it to reopen. It's happening so soon. Okay, let's dive in. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to deal with criticism as a highly sensitive person. It is so painful to receive criticism. It is one of those things that is hard for most people, and I feel like as HSPs, it often can just feel like such a visceral reaction in our bodies when we receive criticism. And I know it might be harder for some of us than others. Either way, I don't really know any HSPs who are like thrilled about receiving criticism. So I really wanted to kind of unpack this and talk about it and just share the ways that I navigate this as a highly sensitive person. So Of course, there are going to be times where you receive criticism and it is legitimately criticism. Let's say you handed in a report to your boss and they're like, 
hey, I don't like the way you laid this out. I don't think this is clear. I need you to go back and do X, Y, Z. But of course, this can be said in a way where it is constructive criticism, right? Where it's genuinely designed to help you do a better job next time and improve upon your skills. However, it still can be really hard to receive that, right? Like it's either way, no matter what, it can still be that initial reaction in your body where it feels like you got punched in the stomach and it's like, oh my gosh, I did something that wasn't good enough. So I want to share how I kind of work through scenarios like this. And this is a very layered topic, so I'm going to try to cover all of my bases as best I can here. Using that example with the boss, not liking your report. So let's just imagine that they're saying this in a way that is not harsh or rude or intentionally mean. They're genuinely giving you some constructive criticism around what could have been improved. And then you have this gut reaction and you feel like crap and you're like super upset. So how I think it's important to navigate situations like this and something to look at within ourselves is what are we making this mean about ourselves? If we are feeling like our total value and worth as a human is tied up into how well we perform at work or our achievements or impressing people, if we're really looking for all of that validation from outside of us and, you know, receiving that, yeah, receiving that validation from others, then any sign of somebody disapproving of us or our work is going to completely knock us off balance because we're like, oh no, I messed up and this is the thing that makes me good. And so if I did this imperfectly, then I must not be good. And this is like a subconscious thing most of the time, but this is where we're kind of having that reaction where it's just like feels so extreme and it feels so bad and it can just like make us feel very low. And I am somebody who used to really struggle with receiving criticism and I would say I was hypersensitive to it. And I say hypersensitive and I'm saying this in a way that is different from being highly sensitive. There is a total difference between hypersensitivity and high sensitivity. Hypersensitivity is more about having a big, strong reaction to something and an over-the-top reaction, whereas highly sensitive, like you all know, the definition is about being very perceptive and open and aware and in tune with your surroundings. And so my reactions to receiving criticism were very extreme. So I can speak on this intimately and I'll give you an example of where that showed up for me. So I've always been hyper aware and sensitive to criticism in my relationships. So I'm not a perfectionist when it comes to like washing the dishes or slicing things perfectly. I'm actually kind of type B about a lot of things. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's like good enough. Whereas my husband is more going to be more type A and likes things to be done a certain way. And that's just like his nature. And so when we first moved in together, like five years ago, that was such a learning curve for us, like our different styles. And for me, I always struggled with receiving any type of feedback or criticism. So he would say things to me in like a gentle way or as gentle as, you know, as he felt like he could be and just say, hey, do you think next time you could do this this way or whatever, like just making little suggestions. And 
immediately it would activate me and I would go totally defensive and be like, oh my gosh, nothing I'm doing is good enough. I, I give up. I cannot do anything good enough. And it was like a very big reaction to something that was not actually that big of a deal. And in doing this like inner work that I've done over the years now, what I found and what I realized is I had such big reactions to any inkling of any kind of criticism because inside I was really tying my value into other people thinking that I'm perfect and that I have it all together. And so at the even slightest sign of that, it totally crumbled me and it totally made me feel on edge and defensive because I... I just felt bad about it. Like I just felt like I had failed, right? And so that was me really tying my value into the things that I do. And of course, like part of this work of like, like looking at yourself then looks back, okay, well, where did this pattern begin? And I've probably shared on the podcast before. I'm very open about this. I have a younger brother who's like super duper smart, book smart, like brilliant. And so I would always compare myself to him as a kid growing up and feel like I was like less smart and less accomplished. And so there was always me kind of trying to like be impressive and and show that I'm smart too and like kind of overcompensating in ways. And so that's something that can still flare up in adulthood and then be triggered when there is any sign of something that makes it seem like I'm not good enough. Right? So I hope that you are tracking with how I'm sharing this here. A lot of times when we are having these really big reactions to any form of criticism, or really a lot of times it's just feedback, there's usually something deeper here. So that's one piece of it. Of course, there are also times where people suck at giving criticism or feedback. Sometimes like they don't deliver it in a nice way. They don't deliver it in a way that works that jives with us. And then it just feels very activating to our nervous system. So I have a platform where lots of random people can reach out to me. And I have received plenty of criticism from people. I've received like blatantly mean things, like things that are straight up meant to be hurtful and mean and that are not constructive. They're not helpful. They're literally just designed to like tear me down. And so I want to kind of talk about this. When people are saying things just rude, mean, criticizing, it will probably, most likely, activate your nervous system. It's going to trigger you. So when you receive things like this, it's like uh, your heart's pounding. It feels like you got punched in the stomach. You're angry. You're defensive. You're like, oh my gosh, how dare they? I've been there. And I would be lying if I said that receiving criticism like that, where it's like rude and harsh. I'd be lying if I said that doesn't bother me, like it totally affects me. And so here's how I kind of work through it now. This is my process. So let's say I get a mean comment from somebody, someone criticizes me and says, you don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. I will first have the reaction in my body and I'll feel it and I'll just accept that it's there. I'll notice, oh wow, my heart's beating really fast and I feel really mad right now and I feel really defensive and that was really unkind of that person and I'll just notice how I'm feeling and I'm not gonna I don't shame myself I don't try to change it I'm not like oh get over it like it's not that big of a deal no not at all I totally validate my feelings and I like accept that they're there but I don't act on them right so I maybe when I'm feeling defensive I my immediate reaction is like I want to respond back to that mean comment or 
let's say like your partner says something in a harsh way that is feels critical and immediate reaction is to want to like yell back or something. Instead, just take a step back, take a beat, and just really be aware of how this is feeling in your body. Just noticing what is coming up for you, what thoughts are swirling, what's, you know, what's going through your mind. Just being aware and gentle with yourself here. And then I want you to check in with yourself. This is the next thing that I do. So I I check in with myself. Okay, this person said that I don't know what I'm talking about. What is this triggering inside of me? What is like really upsetting me in this moment that they said? What did it hit on? Usually there's an insecurity that was hit on. So for me, if I'm the type of person, which I am, who has historically compared myself to my brother and other people who I view as just so smart. And which, by the way, like, I know I'm a smart person. I wouldn't be able to build my whole business and do all these things if I was not smart. Like, I am aware of that. But I have, you know, I have these old wounding around just like feeling like, oh, I don't know enough. There's others who know better than me. When somebody says you don't know what you're talking about, it still triggers that insecurity where it's like, oh, oh no, maybe they're right. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not that smart. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe everyone thinks I'm just dumb. And so I notice those thoughts coming up. And then I ask myself, like, is this really true? Like, is it true that I don't know anything? Is their criticism or is their feedback really valid? Does it even land with me? Is it, is this even here to help me? Is it a constructive feedback? Or is this something that is just meant to be hurtful? And really assessing that there. And then going from there. So, you know, with an online hater, I can just delete and block the message, which is what I do 99% of the time. But if this is in a situation with somebody like a partner or a family member, you can address how it made you feel. And I think it's important to do this in a way where it's not like finger pointing, but rather just kind of sharing your experience of the situation. So something like, hey, when you made that comment about the way I'm doing the dishes, I know you were maybe trying to be helpful, but the way I perceived it was it felt very critical and that was hurtful for me. And maybe in the future, could you phrase it like this? Or, you know, something like that I think is really helpful to just be able to have those open communication conversations. So that's one piece of it I would say is addressing if this is something that can be potentially shifted and be improved to work with your communication style as well. I think that's important. But I think really a huge underlying piece here of this work is looking at the things that trigger you and seeing why it triggers you and helping yourself through that. Because a lot of times we feel super defensive and we feel super on edge when, we're rece- when we are receiving any type of criticism only because it's hitting on something from the past and it doesn't actually mean something about us. It's not actually something that is like meant to uh, tear us down and make us feel like crap. Obviously, the hater comment, things like that, there are times where it's like, yeah, that's genuinely mean. But other times where it's just passive feedback, passive constructive criticism, a lot of times there is an opportunity to look at yourself and look at why this is impacting you. And I find that to be a really empowering thing because people are going to say stuff that affects us that we don't want to hear. And it's kind of on us then. Of course, people should learn to be kind and respectful and things like that. But 
we will find ourselves feeling less triggered and less activated when we can learn how to look at why this might be triggering something within us. There are plenty of examples of constructive criticism that I receive in my business that might be like initially hurtful to receive, right? So I go through that process I shared where I, I let myself feel that feedback and that how that felt in my body. And then I assess why is this triggering me? So another example would be when I have people who quit my membership. Like, guess what? That is literally a normal part of business. That is just a thing that happens. Not everyone is going to stick around. And in the past, when somebody would be like, oh, I need to cancel, blah, 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 it would hurt my heart. And I was, I would blame myself and I would take it as like, oh no, I messed up and I wasn't good enough and they don't like me anymore. And I've learned now how to like kind of take myself through this process because this is feedback, right? This is a form of feedback and this can, and I was taking it as criticism and I was taking it as something that was a direct reflection of me as a person, as a business owner. And how I learned then to work through it was that framework I shared with you where I let myself feel that feeling. So it was like, ooh, this doesn't feel good. This feels like rejection. I feel like I failed. Okay, what's underneath here? Oh, I am literally feeling like I am not good enough because one person decided that this was no longer for them. And like, I don't know the full story, right? I don't know where their finances are at or what they have going on in their personal life. Like there's so much more. And it's very natural for us to like immediately take things personally and immediately feel like, really defensive and upset and hurt by things and it's okay and and important for us to feel our feelings and acknowledge them but then it's like we don't need to stay there we can accept that we can hear it we can feel it and then we're like okay this is why this hurt and i'm going to bless this person and i'm going to let them have their own experience and i'll let and i'll have my own experience And I know I'm still good enough. Even if this person gives me this feedback or this criticism, okay, great. I can choose to accept it if it is something that is uh, feedback that is going to help me improve. Or I can choose to say thank you and then not take the feedback. You don't have to take what everyone says to heart. You get to decide and discern what deserves to stay in your space and what you are going to just kind of let go of. So... I hope this makes sense the way that I lay this out. I hope it's something that makes you actually feel empowered because feedback, criticism, like all these things, they're going to come up. They're going to be a part of our lives. And if you've been around with me for a while now, then you know that I come at everything in this work from an empowered stance. I'm all about highly sensitive people and every human being in general, but HSPs specifically because you all are my people. I'm all about personal ownership. I'm all about us approaching everything from the most empowered stance. And the truth is, people are just people. People are going to say things that upset us and make us feel defensive and make us feel angry. And it's so valid for us to feel that way. But I do not want us to put other people in the driver's seat of our experience. That's the most important thing. That is my goal. We are in the driver's seat of our life and our experience. And so when we are letting somebody else's like criticism or harsh words totally wreck our day, then we're giving them the keys to drive the car and affect our day. And I've done that a million, 
billion times where somebody's harsh comment totally upset me and totally ruined my day and it's not worth it because they're one person and I'm an awesome person. <laughs> and so by shifting into a new way of being, of looking at the reasons why something triggers me and moving through the process of feeling the feeling, looking at what it triggered, and then moving through that, it's been huge. I never want you to bypass the way you're feeling ever, 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 because it's important for us to acknowledge our feelings and not write them off and not gaslight ourselves. Like that is not healthy. We're deep feeling people. It's so important for us to acknowledge and feel our feelings. I just don't want you to stay there. And I just don't want you to give other people your power because you get to decide what sticks with you and you get to decide how you're going to respond. So I hope that this podcast episode was helpful for you. I hope that it makes you feel a little bit more empowered and gives you an easy way to start using these triggering situations as an opportunity for self-inquiry and growth. So I'm sending you so much love, my friends. I'm so grateful for you and I can't wait to catch up with you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.